Welcome back to another episode of Pot on You Loons. This is James. Yeah, Pot on You Loons. Hey, James. Good to be here with you. This is Sam. Hey, Sam. How uh, how you doing? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Good to be here with all of you. Justin, he is getting ready for a nice and well-deserved uh, little vacation to Arizona, which it's going to warm up in Minnesota a little bit. It's <laughs> It's Monday night right now. It's pretty far below zero. It's been pretty far below zero for a while now, every day except for Saturday. Saturday this past weekend was delightful. Took the toddler, did a little sledding. It was a good time. But yeah, it it is cold here. It's going to warm up a little bit, but still, I'd rather be in Arizona. So Justin, if you're listening, I I hope it's good out there. Yeah, enjoy, man. I can't say it's been that cold here. Uh, It has been below zero most of the time, but like... Minus one. I've been following Netherlands weather on my app just to kind of put things into context because, right? Like you send, you're a Snapchat guy. You, you I'm tend a to Snapchat. Snapchat. Guy. Yeah, I, I, I tend to get a view, the view of Appledorn, Netherlands, pretty much every morning. That's the first thing I look at when I wake up. And so I actually added you to my weather app or added Appledorn to my weather app just to kind of put a little context there. And yeah, App- Appledorn, I, I, I mean, I get that it's winter, right? I, I get that it's winter, but it doesn't seem like you guys have rough winters. No, I mean, we, we, this has not been one of the, the roughest winters, I guess. Like there was like last year was a lot of snow and we, uh, I think we snowed once. It's just been frosty and, and kind of cold. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Snapchat guy. I walk the dog, you know, and, and while the dog, does work, does business. I uh, I Snapchat, you know, it's uh, it's how it works. Well, I mean, this is the first episode we've done in 2022, right? Yeah. Welcome uh, to 2022. How's 2022 going for you? If my sports teams could win games that would get them into the playoffs, Sam, or win FA Cup games, my 2022 okay. would be going a lot better than it is now. Okay, so I know that Arsenal lost to Nottingham Forest. Yeah. And then... I I saw a funny joke. It was... And I I didn't watch this game, and I don't know what your third kit looks like, but someone posted, Arsenal wears a kit that looks like Tottenham's, and then they they lose in the FA Cup. (laughs) Yeah, so we... uh, Basically, Arsenal did a kind of charity shirt that's not for sale. So basically, it was completely white. And it was all about no more red. So basically, they're trying to, uh, you know, uh, draw attention to uh, people people getting stabbed and uh, and kind of murdered okay. in and around London. So it was supposed to be no more red, as in no more blood. So we had a completely white kit. Okay. Um, now, now I feel a little bit bad about laughing about <laughs> the Tottenham lookalike kit. So because that yeah, that is a great cause. That is a great cause. Yeah, um, it was uh, unfortunate because we got beaten by a team that was in red. Uh, so it's an awkward look. H- had to have gotten them in on it. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, obviously the Colts couldn't get it done against the, uh, what, 2-14 and 14 Jaguars who went to 3-14. and 14. So we missed the playoffs as well. So that was fun. So this is how <laughs> this is how my life has changed. Football, American football is my first sport in in terms of being a spectator. I was never good at playing it, but American football is the sport I grew up on. It is the sport that 
I absolutely love watching American football. I've gotten to the point, especially with this podcast, especially with this podcast where I spend a lot of my extra time that I would have to watch sports watching soccer. I don't watch a lot of football that isn't one of my teams. I kind of thought the Colts already made the playoffs. So until five seconds ago, I, I thought you guys were in. But No, we uh, we didn't make it. We uh, we lost to the Jags, which then... They're not the- good. No, they're terrible. You don't um, have to watch a lot of NFL to know that the Jags aren't good. No, we uh, we actually uh, capitulated pretty hard at the end of the season. We beat the Texans, we beat the Patriots, and then we beat the Cardinals. And we looked real good because we'd only lost like one game in the last like nine or ten or something. And then we went and lost to the Raiders, which was literally win and we're in the playoffs. Okay, so we lost to the Raiders. Fine. We can still make playoffs. Uh, and then we, we lost to the Jags who are have the number one overall pick. Um, so you just had to you just had to win one of your final two games. Yep. And one of those games was against the Jags. Yep. So <laughs> it was it was it was a hectic end, but no, we uh we embarrassingly missed the playoffs. Okay. Which meant that there were four teams this year that went nine and eight and missed playoffs. Which is poor. Okay. You know, Justin, again, he, he's on his way to Arizona, but his team just fired their coach and their general manager. So, I mean, did you keep that at least? Uh, y- yes. As no far as I'm aware, so? we still have a, okay. uh, I mean, it's mainly our quarterback is where we have a problem. Let's be honest. Uh, but sure. no, I also heard that uh, I think the Vikings are scouting the head of the Colts' scouting academy to be their GM. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I don't have anything to comment yeah. on that. I, I am not a Vikings fan. Don't want to turn Pot on your loons into a Vikings podcast. God knows, the rest, God knows the rest of my Twitter is Vikings at the moment. <laughs> uh, just hashtag go pack go. That's all I have to say. Hashtag one seed. Quite a bit of loons news. Okay, quite a bit of loons news we have to talk about. We, we have some signings. We have some other little tidbits. I, I, th- I think we got a fun enough episode coming up. We are going to record this in two parts. I should have said this earlier. I should have said this earlier. This will be the longer of the two parts. It is Monday, January 10th, as we're recording. And unless you're a total night owl, it is probably Tuesday, January 11th for you. <laughs> Tuesday, January 11th is draft day. Okay, it is the day of the MLS Super Draft. You are able to watch the first round of this draft. It is streaming on MLS.com, or I think it's on their YouTube channel too. Ooh, might have to get in on that. I just want to double check. It is so it's it's on MLS.com or their YouTube channel. You can watch round one. There's a pre-draft show that starts at 1:30 Central. The draft itself will start at two o'clock central. So that's actually a pretty decent time for me. Uh, just with my school day, I'll be on prep by the time that the draft is going. I'll probably be able to watch it. I mean, or at least I might I might be able to watch that. At least have it on in the background. So we're we're recording this episode before the draft. 
And then we'll put out part two. It's only going to be like 10 or 15 minutes, but we'll put out part two after, after we watch the draft. You know, you know something I just realized, Sam? Yeah. Is that MLS.com doesn't take you to MLS's yeah. website. It's, That's it, a good point. It, <laughs> it'll have you buying houses. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah it's MLSsoccer.com. Wow. Yep. That's, that's kind of awkward. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Who does it predict that we'll take? It predicts that we will take. Do we even have a first rounder? Yeah, we yeah. do. It's like pick like 17 or something like that. There's no way to predict this. They have predicted I, I, Jack Lynn, a forward from Notre Dame. Okay. If we take Jack Lynn, you don't even need to bet me anything in return. If we take Jack Lynn, I will send you a nice little care package of loon stuff. If we take Jack Lynn forward from Notre Dame with pick number 17. It's just, okay. it's, it's not going to happen. You don't predict these things. It's, it's always so funny watching, especially if you watch the pregame show tomorrow. I mean, maybe if you're talking about one of the first three picks, there's some good analysis to be had. There's some some good punditry to be had. But then after that, and, <laughs> and I, I don't mean to knock it, right? Because I'm going to watch it and I'm going to be entertained by it and I'm going to be excited for it. But after that, it's the MLS draft, just pretending it's the NFL draft. Because <laughs> so few of these guys are going to actually make any sort of significant impact in the MLS, right? Like the 2000, uh, was it? the 2019 draft when we got Dane St. Clair, Chase Gasper and Asani Dotson all in one who all now made it to their second contract with Minnesota United. That is unheard of, right? That, that is un, unheard of. We, we already, so they are the only draft picks that we have on our roster besides the 2021 draft picks. So there is not a 2020 draft pick that's left over. There is not a 2018 draft pick that's left over. There is not a 2017 draft pick that is left over. <laughs> okay. I, I I mean, like Mason Toy, at least we were able to sell him for a decent amount of gam or tam or whatever. Then Lottie from 2017, I, I, I mean, he was taken from us in the expansion draft. I think he's, I assume he's still in the league, but like no one else is with us anymore. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested to see. Uh, I'm interested to see what happens. I mean, I, I I appreciate that they call it the super draft and not oh, yeah. just the draft, which is exactly what it is. <laughs> I appreciate that they just try to one up by calling it the super draft. Yeah, I appreciate. I appreciate that kind of attempt to one upsmanship. <laughs> you have the NHL draft, the MLB. The MLB has a draft. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like a lot of prospects. Yeah, every American okay. league has a draft. Okay. Well, I know NBA and NFL and NHL. NFL is obviously the most fun. Yeah. MLB and NHL, and, and I'm not a huge fan of either of those sports, but my understanding is is that it's a lot of prospects. And, and like in some cases, you're drafting guys that aren't going into the league right away. Like I, I think some NHL player or some players in the NHL draft they get drafted knowing that they're going to play another year in college or they get drafted knowing they're going to play another year in juniors or whatever. I might be wrong on that one. I don't think I am, but I might be wrong. 
baseball is kind of like that too, where they just draft like a bunch of players. Like I think Russell Wilson has been drafted like five or six times just on the off chance. He returns to baseball. You, You just, you draft a lot of prospects, obviously towards the front. Like if you got pick one or two or three, that means a lot more than just later in the draft when you're just throwing darts. And yeah, Obviously, a lot of people make a lot of money scouting and, and all that. They're more than just throwing darts. But you, you know what I mean from the fans perspective. Unless you're super hardcore. <laughs> it's not like the NFL draft. No. Yeah, I mean, also the fact that there's basically just every single person in here has a one liner about them. And that's that's about it. Yeah. I, I just always like watching the pundits be like, ooh, Minnesota United, who should Minnesota United take? And everyone's like, a striker. They need yeah. a striker. I'm like, <laughs> there is not a striker on the draft board that is MLS game ready <laughs> unless there's like a Hassani Dotson type diamond in the rough. I, I don't know. But right, like you got to get excited. Like if that's your job, right? If your job is to talk about the MLS super draft, you got to make it exciting, even at pick 17. Uh, or like pick 28 when you're like, what will the reigning champions take? Someone who will get buried completely in the depth chart because they're not going to play this guy. <laughs> Let's talk about someone that better not get uh, buried in the depth chart. So top of top of our notes today. So again, we're just kind of running down the news. It is Monday, January 10th. We're going to run down the news so far. And then James and I will reconvene tomorrow. We'll kind of just give you a 10 to 15 minute reaction of the MLS Super Draft. Super Draft. <laughs> okay. So this, this player, he is a 21-year-old South African forward. We've signed him. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying that I did make significant research into how to say his name. And I know James did the same. That's what James does, right? James researches how to say names. I tend to just copy what James says, but <laughs> I didn't get a chance to talk to James to see if James got it figured out. So I did my own research too. And I, I would say it was significant. Prior to recording, James just said his name and said it completely different than how I thought it would be. <laughs> <laughs> ah, perfect. So, okay, you, you go first. Uh, I had it at, ah, man, Bongo Kule Longwane. Okay, so actually we have Bongo Kule Longwane. Okay, so I was hearing more Longwane, like with an E sound at the end. Longwane. But, I mean, that could just be the difference between my accent and your accent, honestly. Yeah, I think it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It could be. Um, I'm sure there's going to be, hopefully, a lot of South Africans listening to this pod. Please tell us. <laughs> Please tell us how to pronounce this properly. Feel free to leave uh, some voice messages as well, telling us uh, exactly <laughs> how to do it. That would be uh, superbly helpful. Well, you know, to get to give credit where credit is due, I, I actually... Shortly before listening to this, I saw on um, probably Twitter, I saw that the 55.1 podcast had an actual South African on to talk about Longwane. And I, I was like, oh, yeah, this is perfect. I'll, I'll just listen to the <laughs> South African say his name. 
and I will be able to get it right. Even with, and, and I, I'm not, I kid you not. I probably rewound that part where he said his first name. I probably rewound it like five times, probably listened to it at least five times. So like I said, I'm pretty confident in the Longwani part, but the, uh, the, the first name now that, that guy said a lot of people call him either Bongo or Bongi. Okay. So if I mean, one of those names goes, I, I hope for Bongi because Bongo just sounds too American. I, I don't know. Bongi. I don't know anyone named Bongi. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. And Bongo just sounds a lot like the drum. Which if that's what, if that's what he wants to go by, great. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, he's got uh, he's got time to figure it out. I think. I oh man, I I hope he's I hope he's acclimatizing because uh, it is like it it's been about you know mid thirties down in South Africa, mid thirty five degrees, and now it's right. you're talking Celsius, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Hold on. Yeah, it's it's summer in South Africa. So not yeah. only not only is South Africa in Africa, spoiler. But it's in the Southern Hemisphere. (laughs) It's in the Southern Hemisphere, so it's there's summer. So you you don't need to convert Celsius to Fahrenheit. There's probably some people smart enough to figure that out. So I I did already. How uh, what what Fahrenheit has it been for you this week, Sam? It's been like negative seven, negative ten. I think it got even down to like negative. It's it was in negative double digits, like negative might have been negative nineteen or so earlier. Well, South Africa's been about ninety-five. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. Man's taken a hundred Fahrenheit hit, <laughs> which is gold. But I, I bet he's not here yet, and our preseason training is going to start in Florida. So. Yeah, true. He'll be fine. He has time to, you know, in stages. So, like, in and I, I know a bunch of our listeners don't follow. Don't follow the Minnesota United Twitterverse uh, very closely. But if you were, after the news of signing Longwane, the amount, I mean, it was like tens of thousands of South African soccer fans start following Minnesota United. And they're all just like totally jacked. Like, as in excited to support Minnesota United. There's not a lot of South Africans. I, I was looking at their national team. There's not a lot of South Africans that play for international clubs. There, there were a lot on their their national team that uh, so nicknamed Bafana Bafana that play for like Orlando Pirates or Kaiser Chiefs or Sundowns, um, Supersport, where where we got Michael Boxall from. You you see kind of a lot of those clubs that we've maybe heard of from South Africa. I would have assumed there was more of a European presence. There there really isn't. And I, I think we're the only, uh, at least for their national team, we're the only MLS team. Yeah, I mean, I think from the from what you sent to me, I think there's there's one guy who plays in like Israel. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely saw one guy that played in Israel. Uh, I feel like there was one or two from Portugal or that play in Portugal. And then maybe like an FC Copenhagen mixed in there. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. So there's there's one in uh, Israel, there's one in Portugal, and there's one in Egypt, and there's us in that yeah. place. So that's it. 
like, I, I kid you not, like I'm, I'm watching Twitter and just tens of thousands of South Africans start supporting Minnesota United <laughs> and, and, or at least following Minnesota United. And they're very excited for it. Uh, they're, they're very excited for Langwane. They're very excited for Minnesota United. Now they're going to want him. They're, they're going to want to see him play, right? They're, they're very excited for him. He's one of their rising stars, 21 years old. They think very highly of him, which it, it sounds like our coaching staff does too. But they're going to want to see him play. They're not going to want this to be another Thomas Chacon type of situation. So let, let's no. let's hope let's hope that this one works out. Yeah, I uh, I'm very excited. Let's go over some stats. He has 53 appearances and seven goals for Maritzburg United. Uh, his local club, and then eight appearances and two goals for South Africa, including a game winner against Ghana in a World Cup qualifier. So he has scored international goals. Against a good team. Yeah. That's a very good team. That's been, uh, that's super exciting. Yeah. Move, yeah. move over PA Loon because we have the ZA Loon. <laughs> yeah, the ZA Loon. The ZA Loon. <laughs> Yeah. Shout out PA Loon, who was on our most recent episode. So if you haven't listened to that, that was a delightful interview. So check check that one out if you want to hear why some random guy from Pennsylvania follows Minnesota United. Give our most recent episode before this one a listen. But hey, back to the ZA Loon. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think you said Callum Williams, what Callum Williams mentioned. Uh, well, he was the one who basically said all the staff were very excited about the addition. He also said it was one of several to come over the next few weeks. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think we can agree South Africa is fairly excited that uh, this is happening, as are we. So it's yeah. good. We're all excited. Yeah. So more, more, according to Callum, more signings on the way. I just kind of want to remind everyone that if you're to go back to the past several years, as Minnesota United tends to bring in some of these key players to our squad, a lot of them come in February. So I, it's around this time every year that we're getting kind of anxious about signings, especially since it's around this time of year that, right, those European clubs that we follow, they, they tend to be dealing in the winter transfer window. And, in terms of Minnesota United, you're going to be kind of antsy until about February. I, I think occasionally a few of them have been late January, like January 25th. Uh, that date sticks in my mind for whatever reason. Maybe that was Jan Gregish uh, a few years ago. But it, it, it really is that wave starts coming in in February. So just just chill out if you're wondering where the signings are. As Callum says... Several more to come over the next few weeks. One of those players, we actually just find out about <laughs> immediately before recording. Usually it's immediately after, right? Yeah, I know. We got lucky this time. <laughs> it's like we were talking about it. Oh, the super draft. Oh, it's tomorrow. Right. Uh, well, <laughs> but yeah, we, uh, according to Fabian Renkel from Twitter, shout out Fabian, we signed Tommy Williamson. A uh, 22-year-old striker, he uh, was in the MLS Super Draft last year uh, and was signed by San Jose Earthquakes as a first-rounder. He spent last year with Pittsburgh, 
who, according to Twitter, their fans are a bit uh, bit sad that he's leaving because he was uh, quite good for them. Well, that and that's a USL club. Yep. Yeah, and you know, I I don't have any analysis on this pickup or or anything like that. I I think it's worth mentioning though that this coming season there will be an M- MNUFC two. There will yep. be a sort of second team loons uh, outfit kind of playing somewhere around the Twin Cities, probably Blaine, let's face it, probably Blaine, where the training facility is, probably at the old NASL stadium. That's where this team will probably play. I'm guessing the likes of Tommy Williamson will probably spend the majority of their time with the second team as opposed to the first team. But you think about it, these younger guys, these younger prospects that have signed with the Loons, they can get their playing time with MNUFC two. And when they need, when they're needed for the first team, they're right there. As opposed to in the past when we'd loan out players to USL teams and have to decide if it's worth calling them back or not. Yeah. And I mean, I also think it's quite interesting that we sent young Gregush to some, or we like didn't sign, re-sign young Gregush and he went to San Jose and now we've picked up, a kind of young striker from them. So so they get they get our DP <laughs> and we just get some guy that they loaned out to the USL. I, I, I don't know if it's... This is the worst trade deal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's a coincidence that this swap... Obviously, it's a coincidence. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Whatever. I, I'm, I'm glad you find that interesting, though. Yeah. I think it's uh, I think it's curious, but uh, that's just the way it works. But yeah, they uh, you know we didn't have to pay anything for him as far as I'm aware, and uh, yeah, I look forward to seeing uh, seeing how well he goes. I think at this rate, our MNU FC two team will uh, will look quite good if it's starting to get uh, if we're just signing a bunch of people. <laughs> I I'm guessing our draft whoever we take tomorrow I'm guessing is probably going to spend quite a bit of time with MNUFC two I'm guessing Jack the Lane. guys from last year striker you know just, Justin McMaster uh, Nabi Kimanguchi I I'm guessing we're going to see them you know Fred Fred Emmings who knows maybe Thomas Chacon comes back I I guess I haven't really been keeping up on what that guy is up to right now who who knows MNUFC two could be where a lot of these names that we sort of bring up and then don't really talk about much more after that, we could get a chance to actually see what these guys have uh, with MNUFC two, at least as fans get the opportunity to see what they have. So, yeah, and, I'm excited. And I, I mean, let's let's face it: if we're being realistic here, Linguani could get some decent time with MNUFC uh, two as well. And I don't really think that that's reason to be alarmed. You know, I, I remember several years back, I think it was 2019, watching Mason Toy play for Forward Madison. And then that that same year, he kind of was brought back to Minnesota United and had a breakout year and, <laughs> and really kind of cemented his status as a true MLS player. I will uh, I will say one thing, though, if we uh, so we've signed Tommy Williamson, uh, we've signed uh you said it was Bungie? Is that his nickname? So some South African people have called him either Bongo or Bongi. Bongo, Bungie. 
both of those people are strikers. And according to MLSsoccer.com, we're going to sign Jacqueline Stryker, Notre Dame. <laughs> I don't know how many strikers we're looking at having we're, in this. We're not signing Jacqueline. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he plays on the wings out wide, which was uh, why we would sign him. Well, and Longwane can play. Longwane can play left, right, center. He can play ten. That, that's that's what I'm hearing anyway. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think. What? Who? Who's the name of this guy from Notre Dame? I think that, it's Jack Lynn. Jack Lynn. Yeah. No offense, Jack. Yeah. No offense, Jack. And Jack, I I didn't even I didn't read that article, so I I hadn't actually seen your name prior to this. But if <laughs> yeah, I will keep my word. If we draft Jack Lynn with our first round pick. I will send you a care package of Minnesota United stuff, James. Sounds good. Now. I'm here for it. But if Minnesota United drafts Jacqueline with their second or third round pick, you owe me something. (laughs) And each round he falls, Uh. (laughs) it's more. Like, so if he just falls to the second and Minnesota United takes him, you, you can just send me a postcard. How many how many picks do we have in this draft? But if he falls to the third round and Minnesota United takes him in the third round, I want a jersey. Fair. With his name on it or <laughs> it's not gonna happen. I don't know why we're talking about it. Oh man. Uh Brent Coleman's coming back. Yep. Brent Brent Coleman's coming back. Which one of our which one of our friends announced that? Was that Minnesota's 11 or was that MNUFC insider or MNUFC news? Who, who was it that first broke that? To be honest, I don't know. There's, there's so much that goes on in off season that it's, uh, yeah, it's kind of confusing who drops what. We were kind of surprised that Brent Coleman, um, wasn't signed right away. And and then it kind of it kind of broke that Minnesota United wasn't totally done with Brent Coleman that they were trying to work some things out. Brent Coleman hit free agency, but Minnesota United always had the intention of bringing him back. Um, okay, it has been reported by the Pioneer Press and yeah, Andy Greeter and all, all that. MNUFC News did kind of keep us in the loop on that one. So thank you, MNUFC News, if you're listening. Uh, just a couple little tidbits. MNUFC, so Minnesota United, will be playing a friendly against SC Paderborn of the Bundesliga 2. Uh, SC Paderborn. Paderborn was in the big Bundesliga not that long ago, so pretty solid club to have Minnesota United bringing in for a friendly. Again, that'll be June 11th. And then just the last little Minnesota United tidbit before we get to some other stuff, is that according to our friend Minnesota's 11, Reynoso is all clear and ready to go for the season. Emmanuel Reynoso, our star number 10, by far our best and most important player. If you've been following the news over the offseason, he was involved in some type of altercation in Argentina and did spend some time in jail. He was definitely questionable as in uh, what, what would happen to him in terms of any legal trouble. 
it appears he is cleared to go. Minnesota's 11, never been wrong before. I can't imagine he's wrong about this one. Let's just hope that whatever Emmanuel Reynoso was accused of, he didn't actually do it. Yep. I mean, he's all clear. So let's uh, let's get into some uh, training and let's mm-hmm. play. <laughs> let's put this behind us. So yeah, that was our Loons update. Some of our other local Minnesota-based soccer teams also in the news lately. We can give you a little bit of an update. Uh, we'll we'll touch base on both Minneapolis City as well as MN Woso, which I am sitting with a part owner, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Starting with Minneapolis City, though, Minneapolis City have confirmed they will be in the 2022 U.S. Open Cup. And I, I'm just going to put the caveat there, assuming that there is one. because <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> We've now gone two years without one. They're going to find out their first round opponent on January 24th. But here, here's the way that it works. The USL two teams, they start playing in the first round. The second round is when the USL one in the USL championship teams enter. So if Minneapolis City wins their first game, they could face a forward Madison in the second round. I think that would be pretty fun. I would be pretty excited for that. If Minneapolis City makes it to the third round, that is when Minnesota United enters. So you could have a Twin Cities derby that actually means something if Minneapolis City makes it to the third round. Could be pretty sweet. That would be exciting. I mean, exciting. It would also be one of those things where you're just highly nervous as a Minnesota fan that you 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 do want to win this game. <laughs> you don't want it to be some awkward lower league fairy tale. Oh, yeah, yeah. I find them a lot of fun. I really, really would cheer to have that Minneapolis City-Minnesota United match happen. I hope it happens someday. I hope we don't have to wait that long for it. But I, of course, would cheer for the Loons to win 100%. If it was forward Madison, I would be a little bit more torn just because that's my hometown. But come on, well, bring on the derby. And uh, you know what, Sam? Something I uh, I was just looking up with the super draft because I was thinking about the what you said about what I would have to send you things. Uh, I actually get off completely scot-free because we only have one draft pick. What if we trade down? I mean, we could trade down, but we uh, we got rid of uh, round two in the trade with Kai Kamara, and we got rid of round three in the trade with Azil Azil Jackson, Azale Azale Jackson. So we don't have any more picks off the first one. But imagine the gam and the tam, <laughs> and what that gam and the tam can buy. That's true. It's not likely. It's not likely that we take Jacqueline in the first round. Okay, that's not likely. It's even more unlikely that we take him in the second or the third <laughs> round. That's why I'm saying if he falls for the second, you owe me something. If he falls to the third, you owe me a lot. <laughs> yeah, if he falls to the third and we somehow trade all the way down for this, I will definitely send you something because that's impossible odds. Yep. So we we got this, right? We, we got this. If we draft Jacqueline in the first round, I will send you, and 
I'm sure he's a great player and a delightful human. Okay, I, I know nothing about this guy. I'm just saying I don't trust these so-called, um, I shouldn't say so-called pundits. They're probably good at their job, but I, I just, this is all <laughs> silly. This is a silly intellectual exercise and it's not going to happen. If we draft Jack Lynn in the first round, I will send min- I will send a Minnesota United care package to James. <laughs> but if he falls to the second or third and we trade into those rounds to take him, James owes me something. Yep. Let's do it. Huzzah. And speaking of owing things, nah, that was a weird segue. You, uh, you don't you don't owe them, you you own them. I own them, yeah. Partially. It was it was, Partially. A, it was a weird segue. Partially own uh Minwoso, Minnesota women's soccer. Uh they held a vote. Yeah. How'd how'd that go? You you Quite voted team name, right? Yeah, I mean I voted for Aurora FC. Uh and as of yet, we don't have an answer to what our team will be called. Uh, but they did hold tryouts on the weekend. Uh, they had uh, kind of people from all all areas uh, come and try out for them, which was, uh, which was very interesting, actually. They mentioned here they had a tryout day, and they said that they had literally people from D1, D2, D3, college, former college players, and at least one high schooler that came and uh, attended their first ever tryouts. And there was a nice uh, kind of team photo. And there was uh, what about 30, 30, uh, 30 women who uh, turned up to try out. That's awesome. How, how did Rose Lavelle do? I have no idea. But and, and how how'd the vote go? So you voted for Aurora FC. Was it what like a Google poll or how'd that work? <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh, I believe it was a Google form, and yeah. then it was uh, literally just ranking your top three. Uh, it was a pretty short poll, to be honest. There wasn't uh, too much going on in there. They had three names already. All they wanted was you rank them, and uh, yeah, you kind of uh, move on from there. Would and you we're just still second? waiting. Ooh. Uh, I can tell you... What I ranked second because I have my answers right here. <clears throat> I I ranked Minnesota Firefox FC second, okay. and then Arctic Minnesota FC third. Okay, I think that that's the me, order I would have gone to. And it took me an entire thirty-two seconds to come to that decision <laughs> and then submit it. Uh, it was on Survey Monkey, actually. It was a Survey Monkey survey. Nice. So, yeah, it was literally. Uh, Please rank the following names with one being your first choice. And that was it. It was uh, concise, I think. And Justin didn't get to vote because he tried to make a purchase just a little bit too late. Yeah, they uh, only had a maximum amount of uh, money they could raise and founders they could have. Uh, so he joined like a backup list, but got uh, got cut. Poor Justin. Should have been quicker. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, anyway, and we're, we're going to wrap things up. And remember, this is part one of the episode. Part two will come following the draft. The MLS draft is tomorrow. Tomorrow, January 11th, on MLSsoccer.com or on their YouTube channel. You can, the coverage starts at 1.30 Central. The draft starts at 2 o'clock. 
we we have like pick 17 or something like that. Yep. So we'll we'll, we'll be a little bit in there. We're probably not going to take Jacqueline from Notre Dame, but we'll see. We might. I don't know. So the MLS draft, Tuesday, January 11th, starts at 2 o'clock Central. The MLS season is coming up. Your loons are coming back. Preseason. Okay. Our loons, January 23rd, they're going to be in Florida until February 3rd doing some training. You'll probably be very jealous of like all the, all just like the pool, the pool photos that get released. (laughs) You're going to be having a great time cruising golf carts. It's going to be fun, but we don't get to go mid February. There's going to be some friendlies in Portland against the Timbers, RSL, and even the Norwegian team, Viking Stavanger. Am I saying that right? Stavanger? Probably not. Uh, I mean, looks right to me. Okay. Stav- Stavanger, maybe. Because uh, that, it's like better. Nordic and yeah. Stavanger. They tried to take Chase Gasper from us. Okay. That is, that is the team that a year or two ago <laughs> was linked to team. Chase Gasper. So let's kick their ass. For U.S. men's national team fans, we have World Cup qualifiers around January 27th. There's probably going to be a new kit reveal, right? We're getting a new home kit at some point uh, this year. Probably a gray kit. We're hoping for we're hoping for a wing kit with a better collar. <laughs> we'll, we'll make our way into late February. We have our opener at Philadelphia Union, February 26th, and our home opener against Nashville on March 5th. So the season is coming. The drought is about to end. Drought. Barely even been... <laughs> Barely even been any time at all, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. Is the don't we have three? Don't you have three World Cup qualifiers? Because yeah. Minnesota's won the second of Feb. Yes, I believe yeah. it is. Yeah, they typically play like three at a time. Yeah, so they got the second of Feb against Honduras at uh, Allianz. Yep. So they start in slightly warmer weather in Columbus, Ohio, on twenty seventh of Jan. And they probably do in a way, and then they come and freeze their asses off here. Yeah, they go uh, to the donut box. In uh, <laughs> I can't believe it's called the donut box. That's hilarious. Uh, in uh, Hamilton, Ontario, for uh, oh, game against Canada. Probably like sponsored by Tim Hortons. Yeah, it's Tim Hortons Field, so they call it the donut box. That's amazing. Okay, I love that so much. We need cool names. I'm a fan. I I am as well. I am as well. Well, guys, thank you all for joining uh, James and I today. Uh, we, we look forward to catching up with you again very soon for part two when we review the 2022 MLS Super Draft. But until then, Super Draft. <laughs> peace out. Pod on you, loons. Peace out. Put on your loons. Peace. See ya.